you so did when they were getting it. killed, I was like, oh, well. Oh, yeah, you did I don't it. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Liked, I liked Rachel. I mean, Jamie, I could, you know, give or take. The little girl? I actually think Jamie. Well, I turned out to be right. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I Finally Watched. I'm Alon. And this is David. And today we, we finally watched, watched Halloween 4, The Return, Return of Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. What, the, what is wrong with you? That was fun. That was too fun to not to not keep in. So David, we have a special guest today. Yes. So my wife's second cousin, uh, the grandmothers are sisters. This was just explained to me five minutes ago. My wife explains it to me all the time because her family's huge and it's different sides. Both sides are huge. Um, Diana, she has been asking to be on this for forever. Begging. And, then, <laughs> and it's really she just brings it up when we see each other and then only then. But you were like, hey, we should have a ton of guests for Halloween month for October. And we're doing yeah. a ton of movies. And yeah. I gave you your choice and you chose Halloween 4. I did. I did. And have you ever seen Halloween 4 before? Um, yes. I've seen pretty much the entire franchise throughout my life. But I did rewatch it for just for this. So, yeah. I mean, I was never a big horror movie fan. And I don't think David was either. And so when we started this three years ago... Um, I, even though this is our like fourth Halloween doing this, um, we have like upped our game in mm-hmm. our horror movie repertoire. Uh, and we do a Halloween every year on Halloween. So happy Halloween. Cause this comes out right now, uh, right then and there. Uh, but yeah, I feel like now that we've kind of gotten accustomed to the Halloween verse, if I'm allowed to call it that. Um, you can do whatever it, you want. <clears throat> thanks. Yeah, man. your podcast. Yeah. And only mine. Um, so, but the I thing. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, though, is like when I talked to David about this uh, upon my first watch, David, you were kind of shitting on this. And I actually like this installation. I will say, and, you know, I think we've talked about it before. We just had a kid. And even with two kids. Like watching a whole movie at one time is just a lot. And so it is not the best viewing experience to watch any movie over four nights. Um, A sub 90 minute over four nights also just shows you how like, and it's not even like the kids go to sleep at like 830, you know, by then. And so I have the time. I'm just so fucking tired. I watched the first 30 minutes of this on the first night. And I've said many times how bad I think the acting is in the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the things that I found campy and cool and just like super interesting and like very well done in Halloween 1 and 2 were just done really badly in this one. Uh, I think the the point where I kind of paused it, that first viewing, was when uh, Donald Pleasance, who plays Loomis, jumps out of the way of his car as it explodes at the gas station. 
Um, for, this is a guy who was like walking with a cane, but then just does like a six foot jump over some barrel <laughs> to get out of the way of an explosion. Uh, the movie picks up and I will say, and we'll get to it at the end or we can talk about it whenever the, the twist at the end I thought was really cool. And I did not see that coming at all. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a really like clever idea. Yeah. Um, I, so the movie pulled it around for me, but it's definitely like, it's nowhere near one and not near two to me. No. And, and I mean, two is basically a reprisal of one anyways, um, with a lot more set pieces, kind of more stuff going on. The thing that I hate in all of these movies is like, and I felt like the weakest point in the whole, well, maybe the whole franchise as a whole, because it, it always does this, is like the, the crowd mob. They're like, yeah, let's get together with our shotguns and pickup trucks and find that fucker and kill him. And it never goes right every time. And it's like, if you live in Haddonfield, Haddonfield? Haddonfield, yeah. Haddonfield. I Don't do that. It never works out for anyone. Like crowd mobs just yeah. is not their thing. Well, so I guess there there so there's an original script from John Carpenter, which and I guess there's a novelization too. Obviously I didn't read that. But which goes into more detail about like after the events of the first Halloween and the second, because it all happens kind of in one 12, 14, 24 hour period, that um the town basically like banned Halloween banned wearing costumes outside just like went like we can never let this happen again. And so, yeah, that's the, that's the problem this. It's not just this one guy. <laughs> and so like with that backstory, I think it explains it a little better. It would have been, um, I don't know. I just, I think it would have been a better movie, obviously if you allow John Carpenter to, to be involved. Uh, so I don't know, but I think, what I what I found funny, about, not funny. They just like fucking killed a random dude who's like. <laughs> first of all, they use his full name as if I'm supposed to know who that is, but I have no idea who that was, and I still don't. Um, and then I guess like in the end, they kind of all get their comeuppance, but like this mob. But I don't know. It's just I don't I don't think the movie was planned out very well, and it kind of reminds me a little bit this whole franchise I was thinking about like a star Wars problem mm. where you didn't have like a cohesive idea of what you want to do. So I know like people are mixed on the new trilogy, but at least you had like one voice. Yeah. Who was like, this is what I want to do over mm -hmm. three movies. Mm -hmm. I, I want to like, get in the entire Halloween so far. It feels like one and two kind of are cohesive. But then I think like after that, it, there's, I don't so know what you're talking about. Three, three just goes right into uh, <laughs> one and two. You're, you're, you're crazy. Um, thoughts? Well, so I think there's, everybody is very split on like the franchise and the order of the films and how to watch it. But it's, so I actually don't like the second one. I think that is so boring. Just like it's in the hospital. It's, it's a continuation. I want to see Michael Myers in town, just indiscriminately killing. And I, that's like kind of. I think with this film, there was not enough of that. Did and I think you... that's one of the complaints that people had. This one, like the third one, was also not direct. I believe John Carpenter was producer on it. So no, he... Or he had some hand in it, but he, he didn't write or direct the third or fourth one. Well, so for the fourth one, at least, he was involved in writing it and they didn't like his vision. He just, he then sold his rights to it. Okay. So he yeah. completely like left. 
Yeah, I think, yeah. With the plot point of Michael Myers just indiscriminately killing people in the street, uh, did you like the remakes? No. Um, no. I actually have a lot of feelings on the remakes. I mean, it jumps right into that original canon yeah. of like, you know, she's his sister and and who the characters are and, and the timeline and everything. But I actually don't like them. And mm. in the, the, the kind of new trilogy, they do have a lot of that um, mob mentality kind of scenes. And in yeah. each one, they have that. And it it's just kind of a mess. And it's a mess to watch because then like, I think in the second one of the trilogy, they're Kills. like in the hospital. It's basically the second movie. And then they like find this guy and they target him because they think it's him or whatever. Um, and I just think like that whole, mo those mob scenes throughout the entire franchise, I yeah. think are never. And, and the thing with well. this one, the thing with this one is that it doesn't go anywhere. And yeah, they kill that one kid. But yeah. then they get to the school. They know he's in the school. And then they're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's leave. <laughs> yeah, they leave and they they take him and they run. But he's he's under the truck, you mm -hmm. know? How? I don't know. But it's he is. The, it's the magic. It's the mystique that is Michael Myers and his his powers that we we never get that answer. I don't think in the entire franchise why he is this way, no. which I think about constantly. Well, I mean, Loomis says it. He's he's evil incarnate. Yeah, like, he's but not like, a man. Where's, yeah, but like his super like, strength. Like he has, yeah, his super. Where's the the super strength come from? This like if he any human you get shot a few times, that's gonna slow you down at least. With him, have you, it doesn't. Have you seen that skit? That online skit of like the the parts of being a serial killer you don't see and so it's like it's um you know michael myers and jason Voorhees. they all walk pretty slow yeah and somehow they're always behind their victim like oh, just yeah. a couple feet so yeah. there's a skit where it's like it shows them slowly walking and catching up to their victim every time but then the camera pans to like whenever they're not shown on camera, they're just fucking booking it through the backyards and they're jumping over fences and then they get behind them again and they're like, they start walking slow again. Yeah. So it's, like, it's like, it's like I'm imagining Michael Myers just patting his jacket with bulletproof Kevlar and then like it just, but you don't see that. You He's just, sewing himself up like, you know, in the gas station bathroom. Somewhere. Taking adrenaline shots like in the arm to like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, could, that could be it, and I like I like that idea. So I um, I think one of the one of the issues for me is is similar to what you're saying. So it's like there seems to be a lot of like opportunities for him to kill people in this movie that he just doesn't take. Mm -hmm. You also don't see a lot of the kills on screen, which is an uh, issue too. Well, I think they were trying to like downplay some of the gore, so they cut some stuff here and there. Um. I think maybe at this point we can kind of get into it. So it, this takes place 10 years later. It starts mm -hmm. on the day before Halloween. And I I like that the movie plays into the, the like the here we go again idea of like, oh, we're transferring Michael Myers. It's like this never turns out bad. Yeah. Um, He's like, don't. Dr. Loomis is like, leave him where he is. Kill him if you can. And then. And then. uh the idiots who are transferring them are like, oh, yeah, he has a, a little niece. And it's like, why? Why mention that in front of him? I mean, he's and, comatose. 
Well, yeah. He's, well, that, he's that brings thing, him awake. Supposedly. That springs him awake, the mention of his niece. He's like, a girl? Yeah. You see the My- hands start to move under yeah. under the sheet. You see him, and that just trig- that, that triggers his subconscious, I guess. He's hearing that. He's, and- he's, he's a, a, a snowflake liberal. He gets triggered so easily. And then he sticks his thumb through that dude's forehead. <laughs> was- I loved that. I thought that was such a great... A great, unique, like, Showing kill and injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so funny. That's so funny. Well, and, like, dumb. But then the craziest part to me is, and I like the way it builds off of that, because the murder of Earl, where he just starts ripping his face off with his bare hand as he's yeah. driving, yeah. is nuts. What's also nuts is that when Loomis goes to the scene of the crime, like the accident, um, and he's like, it's Michael Myers. It has to be the damage on the truck, like the amount of blood and the truck is like ripped in half almost. And um, the officers are, are just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't quite think so. And it's like, dude, it, there's like at least two to four gallons of blood poured everywhere. Like what what the hell do you think happened? And well, his body they isn't there. They're like, they're, like who they're transferring. Like, yeah, it's and they're like, like, no, well, his, like they know who it is. They're like, his body's probably thrown somewhere. It's like, okay. I love the conversation between Loomis and like the guy who's kind of taken over. And he's like, you know, you're not in charge anymore. And like, I got rid of him and da da da. Nothing bad will have happened. And then the, <laughs> the immediate phone call. And you like, Loomis doesn't just sees his face and he's like, oh, I knew it. I told you. It's my I told you so moment. Um, one thing that I think that the movie does great is the next scene. So we get to meet Jamie. She's, uh, (laughs) she's having a conversation with Rachel who I initially thought that was the little girl who was getting babysat Mm -hmm, by, mm -hmm. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in the first movie. Oh yeah. But it's not, it's just some random character. Uh, apparently the girl, I was getting a lot of the, the white bitches mixed up in this because the girl that drives them to the store Oh, yeah. So her name's Lindsay, which is the same name as the little girl in the first movie. Mm. I thought... Wow. I thought no for, relations. I thought for most of the movie that she was the one that was cheating with Brady, but no, it was the other girl at the store Kelly. that Brady was looking at. I got those two mixed up. I thought... Hmm, maybe I'm... I thought that the girl who was in the car, that's who he was cheating with. No. No, it's not, no. That's it's not, not the same girl. No, it's, it's the girl who was on the ladder that the one dude goes to ask out. And she she tells him to fuck off. And then as Brady, the is one with the Rachel, gigantic jugs, that one. I want to wow, talk about okay. that later. They're the same girl, is what <laughs> they look. I, that's what I'm saying. They look so much alike. When we get to that scene where she like opens the door, I'm like, oh my god, it's the friend from the car. What a yeah, that's, not a girl's girl. What? Because then why is Rachel so mad at that girl? Because it's like we don't have any established. Like we don't even know if they really know each other. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't take that Rachel was that mad at Kelly. I thought she threw coffee at her. Yeah, because she's mad at Brady. Like Brady is the one horribly at fault here. But I mean, she's going to take her anger out on Kelly, but she wasn't like scorned by her. So I want to we'll just talk about it now. So. There's a sex scene, and in most of these movies, you assume there's going to be some nudity. And they completely, like, make you believe you're about to get nudity, and then they cut away from it. Yeah. What I and read... they're in front of the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. What, what I read is that they actually did film nude scenes 
before that. Mm. And then I guess also in the novelization, when she throws coffee at her, she just takes her shirt off and walks around naked and gets killed by Mike Myers, like naked. See, that's mm. funny. And we missed all that. Do do I have what what kind of <clears throat> sorry uh, what kind of uh, copy hard hard copy do I have to <laughs> well, where's the bonus features where's the deleted we'll scenes where's the, the director. director's cut yeah where's the director's cut what we want. that's what I want to know in 4K Halloween yeah. four director's cut only the cut <laughs> steel new book thing. steel book in 4K so by Arrow thank you so yeah I mean I don't know I just think that part's interesting also like as an act like. If it was me and I had a nude scene that was filmed, but like you, you like you get mentally prepared, like, okay, this is going to go out into the world. And then it's just like in some director's house on like a thing that only he had, you know what I mean? Just like locked <laughs> away. And you're like, when is that, is that ever going to get released now? Am I just going to be 20 years from now? And like, I don't even want that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, I was disappointed just to say the least. So mm-hmm. I like what I was getting to though, is when we meet Jamie for the first time, she sees the ambulance outside. She has this really awkward conversation with Rachel that's just like exposition dump. It's horribly mm-hmm. written. She goes upstairs. She does this. You love me like a real sister? You're not my real say, sister. Not your, like, but also, like, just say yes. Like, you're going to say to a little kid, no, we're not. Like, I thought I, that was the quickest way to get a kid to shut up is to be like, yeah. Well, it's have- your mommy and daddy died. <laughs> I, also I-, thought, I also thought like poor planning to think that Jamie Lee Curtis would never come back, like that you killed her off. So that's why like you can't even make this movie canon in mm-hmm, order to have her come mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. They should have just been like, oh, she's in an, an insane asylum or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I like that. So they then have her go up. She does this prayer where she's like, I pray for mommy and daddy and Mrs. Crutler or whatever. And I was like, I think I've heard that before. Like it's like a famous line. But what I love about this scene is it turns into a dream sequence where she, you, you know, she's getting killed by Mike Myers and then she wakes up. It makes it for the rest of the movie, like when she's in the store getting her costume, all those where you're not sure if it's real or not. Like because she has it, she's been apparently imagining this guy killing her. Yeah. You can't tell if it's real or this is just a hallucination. And they... They do take a while to distinguish it, like, after the fact. Well, because when she's in the store getting the costume on, mm-hmm. oh, you think it's fake again, and she starts leaving, and then and you then actually you see, see him in the, the yeah, shadow so he reflection. Was there. Yeah, yeah. One, one thing that I think is cool about that, too, is you're like, how can she have dreams about this guy? She's never met him. She has no idea what to look like. Right. But the ending actually ties to that. The fact that she, spoiler alert, becomes, like, the reincarnation of it. You know what I mean? That part kind of... She like, doesn't... Okay, but she doesn't... See, I thought she got... It from a news, like news articles and news um, cast. The kids in school were uh, a lot of it because they all oh, know yeah. what happened. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Your uncle's a psycho killer and making fun of her for that. Yeah, and throughout the movie, like um, when Dr. Loomis is getting them into the police car and he's like, there he is. But then it's just a bunch of those like neighborhood assholes. Wearing the same mask. So they all you- like, this is their like, their community lore. Michael Myers is someone they like talk about. So she's yeah. probably getting it from them at school, in the community. That's like hot gossip. They yeah. sell the Michael Myers mask in that costume mm-hmm. store. You see mm-hmm. it in the background. Um which is what he grabs, right? Which is he what he grabs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, oh my God, my merch. Um, but he's... <laughs> I'm not even making a piece off of this. Jeez, that's why he's on a killing rampage. Um, he's furious. Uh, he's he, like, needs, he needs to go to the actor strike. Um, the, the part of where 
Loomis is okay. So we see Michael Myers in the um, gas station and then Loomis kind of comes up, which is like a huge coincidence for me. It's the same gas station, but I assume maybe Haddonfield small town, like one gas station well, well, to but it. It's on the way, right? There's like, yeah, one, yeah, there's only one way to get to Haddonfield from wherever they are. So no, no, no. I agree with you. I don't know. And I know you haven't seen it, but you've seen the remakes, right? So yes, um, I have a connection to the remakes too. Does it remind you of that scene in the first one uh, where he kills those journalists in that gas station? I think anytime there's a gas station, that's what it makes me think of. It's interesting because I feel like there's three different parts of this movie that the remakes selected out of Halloween four to like expand on Mm -hmm. in each movie. Like the mob thing is one for like number two, the gas station scene is this one from number for number one. And then I don't know. I never saw the third one. So, but, um, the yeah it was just so interesting and then like david said all the deaths were happening off screen um i guess you did see the guy on the hook but like all the people in the diner are dead but you never see that yeah i think that was like part of kind of the complaint why why the third and fourth one lost a lot of the audience people really love seeing those kills and and i think within this kind of genre specifically and time period of like 80 slasher films you want to see a lot of kills and you want as many really over the top creative kills and so i i i know it lost me a little bit like there were so many guys he could have just been killing yeah well i thought and he I thought, wasn't i thought he was gonna kill so at one point and we're skipping ahead a little bit but he sees jamie and rachel they're trick-or-treating at the sheriff's daughter's house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought he was going to kill them right then and there. Oh, well, uh, then the movie would be over. Well, no, no, not Jamie. And I thought he was going to kill the sheriff's daughter and Brady. Oh, yeah. Like on his way to go kill the rest. Right. And, but basically this movie leaves almost all the kills close to the end, mm. like the last 20, 30 minutes. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is um, how horrible these Carruthers parents are. Oh my God. So like the dad dips his tie in coffee and then looks at yeah. the mom as if it's her fault that he did this. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, what are you going to do about this? And then are just like, Hey, fuck your date with Brady. Like I have a thing, which is fine. Cause I guess it's like a promotion thing. And they're like, this is important <laughs> for us, but just the way they go about it. I was like, you guys suck. It, I <sighs> thought her reaction was so crazy. She's like, this could be my, my fairy tale. This, guy, that was, this, I, this I is going to be so my funny. marriage. I thought that was so funny. It was, I thought that was so funny. And she's like, you just destroyed your grandkids. Yeah. And I thought that was such a weird reaction, but maybe I don't, I don't think I was like that as a teenage girl. If my parents were like, no, I would have been like, well, that's it. Fuck you. Yeah. And then I (laughs) I wouldn't have been like on my soapbox, like, well, I'm never going to have another date in my, I just thought it was so funny. Also, what parent, like what realistic parent gives their kids a soapbox to have their own little speech on? It's like, just shut up and go to your room. Yeah. My dad was checked out. He, he was just like, oh, you're, you're still talking. You're still here. Oh, (laughs) like, yeah, they, they gave her so much time and such a platform to plead her case to them. And I thought that was like, just kind of insufferable. Unrealistic for that, for that time. I mean, you know, it's spanker. 
take. Yeah. Par- parents are not that lenient. That's a different movie. She's like 17 in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she's a teenager too. Spanker. So we already talked about the Loomis like overhearing the phone call in the ambulance and yeah. the gas station. Um, I wanted to, we can skip ahead to where the other kids are just chanting at Jamie that she's an orphan. I, I'd like to also talk about uh, Loomis hitchhiking and almost getting picked up by by that like van of cheerleaders, that convertible of cheerleaders. I was watching this with our good friend Carlos, David. I was watching this movie with Carlos and they pulled over and uh, Carlos goes, no way. <laughs> they leave him in a trail of dust and he's like oh yeah that tracks that makes sense i also like that then the dust disappears and it's just this kind of crazy reverend guy who's like he said he's searching for the apocalypse mm. um you find it, i love it in haddonfield i also love in order like the set design of the truck to have oh, yeah the bumper stickers behind his head in a truck that no one ever places bumper stickers there, but because that's the shot, they have like "I love Jesus" and something else. And it's like, what? Like what? What is this? Like, like who designed this? And it was like that's where bumper stickers go. To even write such a like an ostentatious character is just weird. It's like, oh, he's in the movie for like two minutes, but let's make him the quirkiest fucker around. You know, it, it's it's weird. They were giving us that so they didn't have to give us creative kills. That's true. So I want to get to when they go to the store. So first we meet Brady and Mm -hmm. his friend Wade. And this is some of the worst writing in the entire movie. So they're talking about the sheriff's daughter. And one of the guys like, she's primo. And then Mm -hmm. I think it's Brady who goes, well, money talks and bullshit walks. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, you're like 17 years old. But I don't understand. Like, like. I, I mean, and then they're trying to bet him to go ask her out and he walks over to her and all he has to do is say, hey, do you want to go out? And he wins $10 and she tells him to fuck off. And he's just like, Ugh, I guess she just just say it like when you're $10. But that whole scene was like, to use a term now, it was cringe. And <laughs> the whole movie is a little bit cringe. The whole movie sure. is a little bit cringe. That's, and that's just embedded. What What's funny too, it's like, none of these characters are that likable. Like, no, you, you I didn't feel mind. attached to a lot of them. Um, you so did when they you were didn't. getting killed, I was like, oh, well. Oh, yeah, you did it. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Liked, I liked Rachel. I mean, Jamie, I could, you know, give or take. The little girl? I actually think Jamie Well, I turned out to be right. Really good. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, so I really like Danielle Harris. She's had like a really long career in- horror and in like 90s films um and like i think she did some disney stuff like in the in the 90s and she's really good and i think that as far as the uh child performers in the franchise go i think she's one of the best oh yeah she, she was in a once upon a time in hollywood yes Is she one of the right. ranch girls you wish she was one of the ranch girls <laughs> Well, apparently everyone was. Sydney Sweeney was one. Lena Dunham was one. Like, there's so many people that were like, yeah, there's like true. 40 of them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was having an argument with uh, uh, Garrett. He was like, what has the Dakota Fanning even done lately? And I was like, once upon a time in Hollywood, he was like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> she's like the main one. Um, so Brady's eyeing the sheriff's daughter at, which is should have been my clue. And if I had watched this all at the same time, I probably would have figured it out. But he's eyeing the sheriff's daughter as Rachel is telling him, like, "Hey, I can't go out tonight." And he's 
I love later on when she calls him out on it in front of the sheriff's daughter's house. And the sheriff's daughter's just waiting there like, well, I guess I'll still fuck her. Her name is Kelly. Okay. It's okay. Kelly. Yes, Kelly. And it, don't care. Uh, but he's like, you just you just flaked on me tonight. I was just I was just so upset. And she's like, what does that mean? Like, once again, Brady. You have no self-control. <laughs> like, or like, you can't manage your expectations. I, I always think that's such a like. A weird reaction. I think nobody behaves normally in this movie. And well, like that's part of why I, I I was just like, yeah, just kill them all, I guess. Like they're all terrible. Well, and they, they're doing everything wrong. Kelly later on is like, Rachel, if you really want to keep guys, you have to be more of a whore, is what she's telling me. Like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. really have to put out if you want to get guys like Brady. <laughs> like that's uh, my yeah. advice. Yeah. It, it's funny too when they're like having sex in front of the fireplace and they hear the door the cars coming in. She's like, My dad's here, he's gonna kill you if you see So what do they do? She puts on like a long shirt and then um reads a book in the middle of the living room. It's like, Oh yeah, nothing suspicious going on here. Like we're just doing things separately in the same room. Mm-hmm. I was like, pretend you're having a conversation because that's a little bit more believable. Also, as she's wearing like just a shirt nothing else she's answering the door for trick-or-treaters with no pants and that was also really funny to me i wish i had more of those houses in my neighborhood when i was growing up not gonna lie so Loomis makes it to town he goes to the cops uh the cops really don't want to believe him until he explains like about you know what's all the people that have already been killed and then the sheriff is like all right fuck we got to get out of here I th- I think like so this movie had a lot of budgetary restrictions, but like obviously showing him like destroy the police station, like would have been a cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does we- that in the third movie, of the remake, right? Really? He he completely. Oh no! It's firefighters, and it's firefighters in the second movie. He just completely takes out a whole squadron of firefighters. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly—I mean, the 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 gore and the brutality and like the opportunity to have really cool kills is all there. Um, and and you're just going to be like, yeah, he did that, and then just show the aftermath is insane to me. It was either because they didn't have budget to do that, yeah. or they were just being a little bit lazy, and they were like, you can you can figure it out. Well, like, were- show us. Don't tell us. Why are you making the movie? Show us. And then you get the one guy who's held up at um, Jamie's house and is like the only survivor. Well, he dies later, but he's at the only uh, cop who survived apart from the sheriff just because he wasn't there. Yeah, I um I did hear that there were a lot of things they had to cut for budgetary reasons. Mm-hmm. So like I, it's. It's funny that you have a franchise like this and you're just like, we're going to make this as cheap as possible and we're just not going to do a good job. Well, another um, thing is, is that this movie is the first movie that brings Michael Myers back mm-hmm. from, you know, last time we saw him was in two. And then we had three, which was like they were trying an anthology thing or whatever. Was that really... the, that's the season of The Witch? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, they're like, no, don't even don't even talk about that one. Right. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's good if you're not like I like that. It. It's basically like a horror James Bond caper. Um, it's non-canonical. <laughs> it's a different can. Best. It's a different can. I think that. Um, so they were selling the rights to Halloween right now, and one of the studios making like a pass that it wants to do a like a series, and they want to continue the season. Currently. Of the Witch. Yeah, a twenty. 24- uh... 
A24 Apple. Oh, okay. A24 is really good. And I actually think that they would do a great job. But I am, I'm ready for the franchise. This may be like a, a not popular opinion. I think before Jamie Lee Curtis dies, they need like. She should she, be she needs Michelle to, Myers? Yeah, no, she needs to fully kill him forever. Like, I don't want any. Like, and I actually didn't see the last one just because of how much I'm, I'm like, just kill him. She has to be the one to kill him. Yeah. Well, and also- Let's end it beautifully. It allows you to reboot it too, because you've already rebooted it so many times. You should. Um, I don't know. In like 11 years, we'll get to that. So Maybe. And you you know, it's also being shopped around right now is uh, Friday the 13th. Ah, that one I'd be, I, I always think that franchise is really good. Um, especially the first few, because you don't even see it. He's not even the bad guy in the first one. I know. We, yeah. just, did, we just did that one. I love, I love that franchise. And I'd we, be excited yeah. to see that. But Halloween, I I think because they have done so much with it and it's changed hands just a crazy amount, especially within the, the first four movies. Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay seeing it like end. And I want Jamie Lee to be the one. So when right, right now, I think Halloween is being shopped around, like David said, by A24, trying to get the rights to Season of the Witch to do an anthology thing. And I want to come that. back. I want to come back to that in a second. Friday the 13th is rumored to be shopped around. Um, well, there, there, there's a there's like Blumhouse. Proper, well, there's property rights issues right now with it. They're deciding who owns the rights to it. Oh, is so it that's why it's been, that's why it's been held up for so mm, long. Yeah. I don't know who owns it. There's this uh, there's this show. It's gonna take me a second to quite remember the name, but basically, it takes all of Stephen King's novels and makes them into like an anthology. And each episode, it's like a linear story, but they try to fit in um, certain aspects of all of his novels and movies. Like they try to fit in Pet Cemetery with it and it with um his um what's that one maximum overdrive Mm -hmm. Uh, stuff like that right and so they could do something like that with halloween where you don't focus on the michael myers character he could even be like a a tiny detail in the background about Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. but then a nod i want a little nod yeah we get it we don't need like a big thing just we get it but there's so much lore packed into Season of the Witch mm-hmm. that they could expand on that and make it really dark. Uh, and that could be really cool. A, a theory that I always had, and, and last year when we talked about Season of the Witch, I think this came up, is that the whole thing about Season of the Witch is the masks with the microchip in them. Uh, yeah. The mask with the microchip in them, like turning the kids to like brain dead, right? Um. What if like what makes Michael Myers like crazy and invincible is because he has the mask. So what if it was like a like a thing about them? Like like what if the mask that he wears is like some sort of prototype? I'm going to bring up. Do you remember in Goosebumps by by um, R.L. Stein, the haunted mask? That's that's it. Yes, it's it's exactly that. And I actually would accept that as an answer to why Michael Myers is the way he is. It's the mask. It's just too powerful. The whole time you guys are talking, I'm just thinking of uh, Aiden Gillen, I think, from Dark Knight Rises. What's behind the mask? (laughs) 
So it's a guy with idiot strength. Let let's can we get back, and a people? Let's, let's you two together, <laughs> just through tangent after tangent. Um, so I really like the idea of putting her in the clown costume. They go trick or treating as Mike Myers goes into the house. He finds the picture of Jamie Lee Curtis. Then Rachel Castle Rock. Yeah, we we found it over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. That first season was awesome, but I couldn't get through the second season. Um, they just try to pack everything that Stephen King has ever done into the long, second season. Long winded, yes, and yeah. that's that's why I I was just it was too slow moving. They even put but, like a Shawshank Redemption reference in that, and I was like, did. what? Yeah. So Rachel loses Jamie. We already <laughs> talked about that because she goes to. Um, she sees Brady has been basically cheating on her. Although I don't even know what they are. Are they serious? Have they gone? They haven't gone steady yet. Have, is this their first date? Because was, she's making it seem like this. The, it comes down to this. She seems like I, a fucking, David, this is it. She seems like a fucking loser. Is what she seems like. <laughs> they all low key seem like losers. Though. Oh, and then at the same time, um, this is what I want to talk about. Talking about like character motivation. Uh, the bar hears an announcement that like everyone has to go inside. They call the police station and get no answer. And this is enough for these guys to just get in their pickup trucks mm-hmm. and drive to the to the police station, which also this is a small town. It takes them forever to get there. Mm-hmm. But like, what is going on? That the, like, that's the, it. <laughs> the way they rally up everyone is so impressive. He's like, Jake from the police station isn't answering his phone. You guys know what that means. And they all they all leave the bar, get in their trucks and just go. I love without, the teamwork, though. Without question. Like, yep. Oh, my God. Something must be horribly wrong. Um, To be fair, at the same time, they are announcing on the news that there's like a, a town wide shutdown curfew thing. So maybe that paired with no one answering the police station. Maybe maybe that signifies, you know, a response, I guess. Um. So Michael Myers throws a dude on the electrical grid because he's like, all right, I got to go take out all the power. This will make things easy. But how does he get there? Is really? I don't care. He doesn't do anything. That... They've never told us like, is he, he's run, He's booking it through town. We're not seeing it. He he's a, just running through the yard. He called he's, a cab. He's like, he's how, actually, how long is it going to take you to get here? He's actually the one that got the ride from the group of cheerleaders in their convertible yeah yeah that's why they couldn't pick up loomis they already they they were max capacity he's right wouldn't it be funny wouldn't it be the fucking funniest thing that as the cheerleaders are driving off leaving loomis in the dust the trunk opens up and michael myers is in there like that's a rob zombie that's a rob zombie move though he he was in the car the whole time so we also get rachel finds Jamie as she's being chased by what we think is Michael Myers. And then we get this cool little part where Loomis grabs her and he's like three Michael Myers pops up and he fucking pulls his gun out. And the sheriff's like, what are you doing? Like, no, 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 the the sheriff pulled his gun too. He, he also draws. And then those guys are like, no, no. And then they just start laughing and run away. And I was like, I would have pissed my pants if a guy and a cop. Yeah. If a fucking cop pulls a gun on me, I'm not just going to be like, hee hee, and you run know what, though? away. Quite honest, honestly, uh, they kind of fucking deserve that. If they got shot, they kind of oh, they kind of deserve that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the guy just peeing in a bush or whatever the fuck he was doing did not deserve mm-hmm. to get shot. Well, it's probable that he was one of the Mike Myers people, maybe. 
one of the people in the mask. Did maybe I blinked He's or blending in with them? <laughs> maybe I blinked, but when one of the rednecks was like, "Oh, I see him over there," and then they they let gunfire loose over there. Um, do you actually see his little head poke out, or do you just no. see the bushes rustle? Yeah, just the bushes. Okay. I think they just insinuate, like, "Oh, yeah, he was there." So, police station is wrecked. Um, they decide to all hold up at the sheriff's house. Um, and then we see the cop that's going to meet them at the sheriff's house. Michael Myers is in the back. Um, and then this is the same time that the mob just kills a random innocent guy. And now we get to basically the end of the movie where, and this is like, there's 20 minutes left, but this is kind of where the most of the action happens when they lock up the sheriff's house. <laughs> like when Sheriff hands uh, Brady a shotgun, he's like, if you grow up my daughter, I'm going to fucking use that on you. But it's like, he, bro, way past that. He's already groped. Daughter's been groped. Yeah. Yeah. Check that off the list. Your daughter's answering trick-or-treaters with no pants on. I, I don't know if Brady's the full problem. And I'm wondering, I guess Michael Myers must have gone on the roof and gotten in through the attic before anyone could stop I him. I think that's what it insinuated. You shimmy down yeah. the little chimney like Santa. And no, because because I think it's uh, Brady's show. It's showing Brady nailing the open window up in yeah. the attic, and I think it's supposed to insinuate that he's he came through there. So they're he's already late. in the house. Yeah, you're trapping him in there with you. The call is coming from in the exactly. House. Well, and then also the sheriff locks everything up. He calls for backup from another town, and then he's like, "All right, I'm going to go leave to stop Earl." And it's like, "All right, well, that's all right. Well, you're just you're just allowing that your your kid to die now." And um, it's it's funny, too. I don't know if you guys have ever lived in a house like this, but my grandma had a house like this where like she had an iron gate on the front door mm. that only locked with a key. So from the ins- if you didn't have the key, you're stuck even on the inside. Yeah, mm-hmm, you're, mm-hmm. you're just stuck in that house. And that's what this house ends up being, because when when they realize Michael Myers is there because he's killed the cop and also best kill in the movie when he stabs kelly with a shotgun yeah he pulls it on her and can blast her with it but doesn't want to make any noise and so just fucking impales her with it uh it, one of the funniest things one, is mm-hmm. no that that's actually the best one um what's funny about that is that when kelly walks down the stairs i guess it's dark whatever she doesn't see anything like suspicious like everything's fine there's just like people missing and then she goes to turn on the lamp and then you see the the deputy like crumpled up in the corner dead and then she turns around and then she sees kelly like impaled against the wall with a shotgun through her how do you miss that on initial like walking into the room that's the first thing i'm saying well it was dark yeah See, I also want to say horror movies, I I sometimes have a hard time suspending my disbelief because they don't act like people who want to stay alive. Like the lights, all of the lights in my house are immediately on. Well, There's not a single in the light pow- out. In the power out though. Oh, that's right. The the He threw the guy on the grid. Oh, so. so what she do? She there's like a little oil lamp. Oh, maybe she they're using on. candles. They're oh, using candles. that's right. Mm, well, can't fault them for that. I I, retra- I retract my statement. So, that make, that makes more sense. Mike Myers chases them up the stairs. Brady, showing some courage, uh, tries to stop him, but can't. Redemption the arc. Redemption arc. But gets his hate his face in midair crumpled with Michael mm-hmm. Myers' hands. Like Doesn't a, a really paper. show it though. It no, I mean because it's impassive. It's like a 
they start to show it, but they don't show the end of it. Um, and then he chases them. <laughs> they like a fucking Home Alone episode. <laughs> they start throwing stuff down the stairs. Then they climb out. Uh, then Rachel falls off the house after like trying to lower Jamie, but you clearly know she's going to be okay. Before that, I thought a pretty effective jump scare was that they're on the roof and they, they're looking around. You don't see Michael. Then all of a sudden Michael fucking pops up from, from like on top. He's already on top of the roof. He like pops up to the other side of the roof. I jumped that surprised the hell out of me. Uh, and then we get a jump scare with Loomis and, I think the it's interesting. Like once again, Mike Myers apparently gets to the school before they can, even though like I don't I don't get it. Um, but he like throws Loomis, and it's like, all right, Loomis might be alive, might not be, probably alive. Like Mike Myers just decides not to kill him. Like I guess that's part of the game for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Chase <laughs> Rachel comes in, and apparently his fucking kryptonite is a fire extinguisher. Have you ever inhaled fire extinguisher smoke? I don't think I've ever seen, like, in real life, a fire extinguisher no. being used. No. no. So, so um, I grew up next to a golf court course, and they set up for the tournament. They have those like tents that close on all four sides, mm. and they a bunch of us us kids like during setup used to just wreck havoc in those in those tents. But they had a fire extinguisher in those tents and we hot box the tent with the fire extinguisher stuff um and we all almost died because that stuff is poison and it almost suffocated and killed us so i'm so, curious so like the stuff they used to use in fire extinguisher literally the reason it works so well is it sucked all the oxygen out of whatever area it was in so i'm curious if you use like an old school one like yeah they're not they're not updating they're not yeah they're not it wasn't a vacuum sealed it was like it was a tent i mean you know tents have holes in them have you know crevices cracks i get it but i'm just wondering if it was an old school one or for a new school one because you're not that old it literally felt like you were inhaling um what's that stuff up in the attic um Uh, the, the pink insulation yeah I um, don't know what that feels like. Either. I have yeah, no point you, of reference yeah, why for are you, Why are you inhaling these? that? You, you know when you touch it? You know when you touch it and it makes your skin all itchy and shit? Oh, wait. Why are you is touching that, isn't this ma- You mean fiberglass. Yes, fiberglass. Oh, fiberglass. no. I'm no. So, so when you inhale the fire extinguisher shit, it feels like you're inhaling fiberglass. Which I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. So maybe that, that is. Maybe that does hurt him, you know? Uh one thing we forgot, I wonder. Well, mention. if a bullet isn't going to hurt him, I don't know. I mean, I love to think that that's. Oh, this mild inconvenience lung feeling I'm having. It's, he's a little bit sensitive. You know, I love that. I wanted to mention before we get to after she runs out and Earl's there, um, Loomis, when he gets to the school, shoots the lock off the door like it's like Goldeneye for N64. <laughs> like, yeah. and then just like falls off. Um, but so Rachel and Jamie come out and the guys are like, all right, we're going to go in and kill him. They're like, just let the cops do it. And Earl's like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll let the cops oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, they bail so <laughs> fast. And I was like, wow, that's that's great. And then, you, yeah, that would be me. You obviously know that he's underneath the car. He's he's already under the car. He's not even in the school anymore. I didn't know he was under the car. I thought he's oh, just like- Every really... trope ever. He's, he's always there. Okay, hold on, hold on. I So we- just did ready or not and in that movie the girl gets in the car she drives like 
really far away and leave leaving a guy behind. Mm. And somehow in 15 seconds, he's right next to her fucking window. So I was like, maybe Michael Myers is just running really fast. Yeah, I know you've already you've already said that. I I loved I would watch a whole movie of that. Just oh, him. there is a movie. There's a movie that spoofs serial killers from the perspective of a serial killer. I'll find it and, and send it to you. Yeah, you already told us about it. Let's get back to it, guys. So that was a skit. I'm talking he, about a whole movie. Yeah, I want I want that too. Send send both. Yeah. So I wanted now. Here's a lot of things I want to talk about at the end. So he climbs up on the truck. And none of the guys notice as the other guys are being murdered just one by one. I was going to say, the people in the truck, I would be here. You're not hearing nothing? They're giving him a hard time. How how are they not hearing that? He he kills all three of them. Once again, rips Earl's face off. Mm -hmm. um, And then she's able to get him to fall off the truck. And she hits him with the truck. And then just they shoot him to death. So they go back to the Carruthers' house, and the sheriff is not... Does the sheriff know at this point that his daughter's dead? Because he is not acting like a man whose daughter is he, dead. No, yeah, I, I'm, say, I don't think he knows. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know, and I don't think anyone knows that the dog the, is the dead. Rachel, the Rachel damage. does. Rachel knows the dog is dead? The daughter... I don't think the sheriff cares that the dog <laughs> is dead. His daughter is dead. He's like, I don't know! <laughs> No, but the the Jamie's dog is killed by Michael Myers, and I'm pretty sure the that's only person that's not what I was talking about. No, I, I was that's asking... what I was talking about. I don't give no, a we shit about the thing I was talking about. The dog is dead. Happy to be Fuck here. off. <laughs> anyway, he just he must not know because he is not acting like it matters. And I think the the one good thing about the ending of this, and I already said like the fact that you know Jamie kills her mom, but. Michael Myers has come back so often that when you see the first person POV POV from the camera grabbing the knife, walking yeah. in, it's also from a high vantage point, which like doesn't make sense it being Jamie. Um, you think I was like, oh, is that Jamie? Is that Mike Myers? Like I was like, this movie's been not great so far, so it's probably just Mike Myers. Michael. So then and when whenever it, you say Mike Myers, it's like, yeah, all the powers. I know. <laughs> But it's just I had to shorten it for notes so I could write it faster. But when you like when it re- is revealed that it's Jamie, it he's was just looking sort of, for his mojo. <laughs> it was sort of he's, like he's been asleep. He's been in a coma for 10 years, David. He's just getting his mojo back just yeah. now. Yeah. He just wants people to get out of his swamp. <laughs> when Michael Myers unfreezes, he kills. When Mike Myers unfreezes, he fucks. Where he tries to. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I think it's canon that he's not very good at fucking. Not he's I, I, I think he's, he's the best. Michael Caine is his father. Okay. Yeah. Michael Caine fucks. Yeah, like but, absolutely. But Mike Myers doesn't. He's like horrible at it when he comes out because he loses his mojo. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, his mojo has been stolen. Yeah. Which yep. is why, really, in this one, Mike Michael Myers can't really kill that well. No, for no, like you're most right. of the movie. Yeah, it's because his mojo's gone. He's they been took done it. For, he's been done he's, for ten years. He's yeah. rusty. He's he is. Yeah. He's he's just getting his strength back. He's been asleep. Here's what I want to say. Uh, even if I'm like a mother who's never taken any self defense courses, if some eight year old comes at me with scissors, I'm gonna slap that bitch. <laughs> yeah, no you can kick him down getting, pretty. There's no easy. way I'm getting killed. All like, right. Yeah. 
Mrs. Carruthers. You can take on a bunch of eight-year-olds pretty easy. You just you David, just start kicking. She died. You know? She died like a bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> David, David, let me ask you: um, How many eight-year-olds with scissors could you fight off? How like how many are coming at a time? Is it one at a time? I'm asking. No, they're all coming at you at the same time. How how many would it take to like take you down? Com- yeah, take you yeah. down. Are they proficient with the scissors, or no, are just, they like just normally, regular eight-year-olds with just scissors regular eight-year-olds with scissors? Down. Well, I'm assuming like half of them are going to stab themselves, like they're going to swing and miss, right? Um, I yeah, think, they're hitting each other as they're climbing. I think over. what you yeah. what you do is you get two of them and you like swing them around to knock the others down, and then I'm just use one as a shield. I'm stabbing eight-year-olds. Once I get a pair of those scissors, <laughs> yeah, if I get a yeah. pair of those scissors before I haven't been taken okay, out, I'm sorry though, but have you ever tried to take in taking something out of an eight-year-old's hand? They have the grip of God on their. Yeah, side. I was gonna say. Small children like that are very flexible and very strong. Like yeah. if they. they- wrap- their fingers like three yeah. times around. So that's those. why you grab them from behind and you use their arm to stab because yeah. it's a shield <laughs> and a weapon all at once. I'm saying, so if they're pretty good with scissors, like four or five, mm-hmm. but if yeah, they're just normal yeah. eight-year-olds with scissors, like, I don't know, I'd probably die of being tired before I'd die from a eight-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Let's say how good how how good they are with scissors. Let's say they they have a second grade level understanding of them oh then you're killing those kids yeah second grade is a seven-year-old yeah these they're... kids have been held back <laughs> they can't use scissors basically. that's what actually we keep children back for not their graduation initiation show. is this fight and whoever wins can graduate to the next also if okay. i can su- okay. if is I... this the best of the best in the class though if i can survive long enough i can build a body of eight-year-olds mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. me that is higher than the eight-year-old. So then as they're trying to attack, I'm just stabbing them. I like to no, imagine over the, over the hill. Pile. Yeah, they're I just like falling to... down. And like then to... what I do is I take the clothes of the eight-year-old. I assume yes. they're all in a uniform. Yeah. And I sort of hide amongst them and then I get out of there. <laughs> yeah, you can pass as one. Um, The thing is, though, I, I'm imagining David just collecting the scissors as each uh, child falls. He's and making then coming... a necklace out of No, them. not making a necklace. He's coming out of there like Wolverine. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you just need two for more to be more effective, honestly. Because the more you hold, the more then you're Edward Scissorhands, and that guy. It's even better. They're not attached the same way. Oh no, these no. He had dexterity. So these are the silver scissors that just barely fit on your fingers. Because those, I'm like, yeah. No, you you only want two of those. Step step. I mean, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. But actually, if I'm being more realistic, those like tiny little construction paper scissors that actual second graders have yeah oh those yeah those i infinite those won't stab you but it'll chop off your finger real good well that's yeah you so you ball up fists your fists only Mm. and you're just fucking protect your eyes protect your eyes and go so we're still talking say these children's safety scissors yeah 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 they're done the the only reason they had a chance is because they had like really sharp scissors i was thinking like this, but just like the ones that are all metal, like with the very pointy <laughs> tips, where they could mm-hmm. stab me. Yeah, because if they if they hit something major, like a major organ, you know, because they're also low, they're like liver height, and I'm really, oh, yeah. really not in a. We've That's gone true. on way too long about this. Uh, so final thoughts. Um, I thought the ending kind of saved the movie, and I think 
Yep. That just the like overall lore and the goodwill I have from like the first two Halloweens mm-hmm. made it to where I like still enjoyed this. But I'll say like 30 to 45 minutes in, I was like, this is dog shit. But uh, it brought it back. Yeah, I, li- I, li- I did like the ending. And I think that just kind of so that satisfied me enough. I was like, that's a solid, a solid spooky call. And I was into it. I did hear it gets worse from here for five and six, though. So. Yeah, yes. <laughs> There's there's a lot of things that I felt like this movie tried and then they backed out of it kind of too mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. Like with the with the teenagers or whoever they were that dressed as Michael Myers that that almost got shot. I felt like that could have been a thing, but it was a one and done thing. Like that could have been a reoccurring theme throughout the movie. It's like he's so famous in this town that that he's more of an idol than a than a something to be feared mm-hmm. and that could really work out for jamie and like the future things when she i don't know what she becomes michelle myers i don't know but um when loomis is at the bottom of the stairs and he's like no no and like the realization that this has like been passed on um like genetically since it's his niece right so it's like a um a genetic thing that you just are it, it must have skipped um a generation. Uh, a generation. Oh no, it wouldn't have skipped because it. it oh just, no, it's his one sister. generation. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's right to the next generation. Right to the next generation, and then the despair in his voice. I think like not only Jamie killing her mom, and that sets up as a twist is really effective, but the you get to see Loomis kind of understanding the impact of all of this also really works strong Mm -hmm. for the end of this movie. Um, And I'm pretty sure Jamie comes back in the fifth one. I don't know what happens in the sixth one, but she's on the, she's on the poster of the fifth one. So that, that'll be interesting to, to do it. Um, Just before we totally wrap up, um, you were asking about the order in which to watch these. And David Mm -hmm. and I found this like really cool chart um, that kind of tells you how to watch these. Yeah, so, I want to know because I was I was okay. thinking about it and like the order and the canon and and all of that, including like all of the new ones, H two O and and the new trilogy, um, all of that. So this is how it this is how it goes. So the first one goes right into Halloween two, mm-hmm. and then the sequel timeline. They're calling this the sequel timeline. Goes. Halloween four, five, and six. Okay. Then the H2O timeline. You go back to Halloween two. You watch Halloween one and two. Mm -hmm. And then you go to H2O. And then you go to Halloween the 2002. Resurrection. That's the the Rob Zombie one. No. 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 Which ones are no? His is two thousand and seven. Yeah, two thousand seven and two thousand nine, and the Rob Zombie is Halloween and Halloween two, and they're labeled the reboot timeline, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they stand on their own. That's kind of how he does all of his stuff. They stand on their own, and then obviously the anthology timeline right now only consists of Halloween three, and it stands on its own. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the most interesting part. Well, no, it starts after one. No, the last three. No, no, no. Halloween three. 
Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Season of the Witch. It stands on it. Yeah, Season yeah. of the Witch. Now, the the re- the reboots, the 2018, uh, 2021, and the 2022 movies, in that timeline, called the H40 timeline, 40 years oh. later, um, Halloween 2 never happens. So the way you're supposed to watch that is yeah. Halloween 1, the original, and then the 3. Because she's not dead. Because she's not dead. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple fun facts, and then I want you to tell your thing. Yeah. Um, so the drugstore that Jamie goes to to buy her costume <clears throat> is also in the Sandlot. Small stops in on his way when before he goes to the Sandlot for the first time. And then the script for this, once John Carpenter left, was written in 11 days. And on like the 11th day, it finished right before a writer's guild strike that lasted 155 days. Oh no. So that's also why this, you know, they could have had so much, they could have fixed some stuff while they're filming. If not for the fact that there's a writer's strike. That's why it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's no explanation for five and six. So, uh, you, uh, tell your story about the, uh, yeah. So on, I don't know if we've, we've talked about what I, I do for work. I work as a comic book editor and also occasionally a, a cartoonist and comic book artist. Um, That's awesome. And so I, I use a very specific what I call leave behind. Um, instead of business cards, I make these enamel pins. And I last year created a whole set of Halloween ones um, of stuff throwing up. And I made a jack o' lantern throwing up. So I sell those um, in stores all over the place and stuff like that. But I also live in Savannah, and that's where the last film was shot. It was, yes. Um, and I I got a call from our local comic book store, and he was telling me that um, the girl who plays Jamie Lee's granddaughter in the, the new uh, kind of reboots um, came in and bought out all of the jack-o'-lantern uh throwing up jack-o'-lantern pins that i had to give a set gifts so for me i think that's just like a cool little you know part of the the franchise i get to be included in and that was just really exciting for me that's awesome well thanks for listening to another episode of i finally watched this is david and this is alon and we finally watched halloween 4 the The return Return of Michael michael myers